0: someone uh, someone got in touch with me about uh, problems they were having you know they listen to this stuff you know talks like that but they're having problems I don't want to go specific because they may hear this but uh, they're having problems and they wanted to talk to me but the really that's when let's just say when an idea has manifested and it's become an an appearance here, let's say drinking or acting out sexually or doing this and doing that, philosophy is not going to work, you know? It's sort of like, at that point, the house is built, it seems real, you seem to be the tenant, it seems to be on fire, yeah? And if you try to use a philosophy to sort of say, there is no house, there is no me, there's no fire, yeah? You're going to burn. There's going to be a feeling of you burning. Yeah. It's much better just to get some water. Yeah, Take care of what seems to be manifesting. Find a way of life that handles that. And then you can entertain this message. Yeah. But this message isn't to give you an advantage. It's not that. It's that if you're like a... If you had diabetes and you entertained this idea, you'd probably still need to take your insulin. Yeah, it's not going to change the manifestation. It's what it does is illuminates the manifestation. Yeah, but it doesn't necessarily have to change the manifestation. It can it, it can be an influence, but it's that's not its point in a way. Yeah. So what's manifesting maybe already has its own life. You have to deal with it. Like people who have. Addiction or alcoholism or something else, let's say deep mental or emotional grooves that are manifesting in their life. This this message may not be the right salve to apply to that. Yeah, you need to find something that works here. Yeah, because it's you know it's like something that's manifesting may work on the manifesting. Yeah. Then when that gets handled, and you find a certain way of life that that all that disruption and chaos is somewhat calm, then your mind is free to entertain nothingness. You know. But I've seen a lot of people, a lot of people who are Buddhists and they're still alcoholics. You know? They're still drinking and they're still acting out and yet they you know they meditate, they do all this stuff, but there is a lot of quote unquote conflict in the manifestation. They need a solution to that. It's like having a disease, yes? This awakening doesn't cause you not to have a disease. Maybe it could, but it's not necessary. The disease is in the manifestation, and it's affecting the manifestation. But the manifestation has an influence here, yeah? I haven't seen many people who are shooting up today who are awake, in a way you want to call it, like you said. Yeah, They're not like... Uh, living happy, joyous, and free, (laughs) you know, their mind has been wrapped in a certain dynamic and uh, no matter what philosophy they read or whatever would not really uh, ease that situation that much, yes? So like in The Course in Miracles, it used to say, you can't mix levels, so the level of manifestation has its own rules in a sense, yeah. If the body has a disease, if you don't take care of it, you're probably going to have a lot of disruptions in the body. Yeah. So, and you can't apply one level solution to another level solution. So, let's say the level solution: there is no ball, there is no body, there is no world, there is no house, there's no fire, there's no burning down. Absolutely, that's true. But in in the translation and manifestation, it may not be true to you. Yeah. The you it may not be true to. No matter how much it thinks it knows that it's not a fire, it's still experiencing being burnt. Yeah? The knowing isn't is doesn't have enough juice to translate into an ease and comfort here. So you learn something out here to take care of the manifestation, whatever it may be. You learn, you get some like in Buddhism they would call them skillful means, yeah? You find certain skillful means to deal with the certain stuff. And then that, when that gets chilled out, the mind can immediately be, the mind's interest and attention will leave that and it can entertain, yeah? But like, I remember I used to see a teacher in Bombay, and he would always ask people who came in, if they had a place to stay, if they had enough food, if they had money, yeah? And if they did, then they could ask him a question. If not, he said, what's the point? Your mind is going to be rooted in survival, Yeah? It's no point listening to this. The mind would just try to use it as an advantage on the level of survival. Yeah? Just like I knew when I first heard this invitation. <laughs> you know, I was with a woman and then I would uh, do something that was totally inappropriate, at least from her point of view. And I would, she, she'd call me on it and I'd say, well, there is no Paul. <laughs> no point. And she'd say, shut the fuck up, really. You know what I mean? It didn't hold water. I had an understanding. I knew it intellectually. But the mind, totally rooted here, was trying to use that as an advantage here, yes? Which always blows up in your face, yes? Because it's tinny. It doesn't sound like there's any timber in it, yeah? There's no uh, substance in it. It's just just another... The message gets heard... The selfing hears it, claims it, and now tries, it, use, tries to use it to get an advantage as a self. That's what it does. Yes. Hopefully, you grow through it. Most people, I know. Some people do. Some don't. They may go through that phase where they're trying, their mind's trying to use it as you know an excuse for everything. And, oh, there's no me. There's no way I did anything to you. There's no one to do it to. You. And there's no you. So there's nothing that could have been done to you. Yeah, and this on and on and on and on on. Hopefully, you grow out of that. Yeah, well, you'll you'll get bitch slapped a few times, I'm sure. And then there may be another opening where the point is, it's the, it's a byproduct that it produces traveling light here. That's not what it's it's not sought for that. Yeah, it's just a recognition. That I'm not what I was taking to myself to be. Now the pro- byproducts, I have no, I don't know what's gonna happen. But the whole point had nothing to do with getting an advantage anymore. That had been surrendered. I had just given up. I had been so exhausted trying to get an advantage here. I'd been trying to work at every angle you could work it. I was freaking, freaking exhausted. They had all failed. Every every everything I seemed to produce had no last ability, and the chronicness of the dilemma just overriding No matter you know month retreats, this that you know the most beautiful uh, imaginable epiphany a day or two later it was the same old same old. You know. There was an exhaustion if you want to call it that of the, of, of failed systems, and then. It was sort of like my identity, my identity pants fell down and there was, I was so exhausted I couldn't pull them back up in a way. I just let them stay down. And I started walking around without my pants up. You know, I had no, I had no peg to hang my hat on. <laughs> I had I had nothing going on in life. The last thing I had any pride in was my spiritual seeking and that had just been, just been, whoosh, the rug had pulled and pulled out of me. I mean, you know, I was like in a very, whoosh. and yet there was there was a, there was that exhaustion, and then there was an entertaining. I may not be that, and it rang true, not not to me. Yeah, it rang true with no claiming. There was no one it rang true to or for. Yeah, there was just a ringing true. is just a, is a, a form to illuminate, the, the message illuminates it, yeah? It's not produced or found by a process, but it illuminates the processes I'm involved in here, yeah? When I go to a uh, quote-unquote recovery meeting, there's a presence I feel, I assume everyone feels it, but actually I don't think they do, because hearing them, they're talking about everything except the biggest elephant in the room, which is that presence. They're talking about the problem from the problem, but the presence, we're totally engulfed in the presence of the solution. Yeah? So people ask me, why do you still go to those meetings? If they knew what was going on, they wouldn't ask me. I mean, it's like having a beautiful rest stop anywhere I am in the world. I can just pull in, sit there and then us quote unquote loving something or nothing because they say in recovery a loving God a loving God expresses itself through our group conscience so you're an asshole I'm an asshole you're an asshole you're an asshole you're definitely an asshole no 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 asshole 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 asshole. but all individual assholes and yet the, the scent or the perfume of the room took everyone individually. You may not like them, but collectively there's an aroma or a, bo- or a bouquet because something uses this opportunity to express itself. Yes? Yeah? This is an opportunity for something to express itself. Yeah? Many of us, what has expressed itself to us is self-centeredness and addiction. Yeah? And we were thoroughly total devotees to it. You talk about, I match my drug addiction devotion to any spiritual devotion I've ever read. Paramahansa, Yogananda, I'm right with them. I gave up everything. I did everything. I prostituted myself. I crawled. I looked around rugs looking for imaginary pieces of cocaine. I did every possible thing you could possibly do and more. Yeah? To have some of that stuff I like. I mean, I was a perfect devotee 24-7 for years and years and years and years. If drugs could allow you to transcend this place, I would. But you cannot transcend something that's not real. You can't leave something that you were never in. It's impossible. So here... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it's really asked backwards by a lot because a lot of activity of people getting out of self is really an incredible form of being in self. Yeah? The feeling of being in self is really produced by the drive to get out of self. If there would be a stopping and a just a, you know just a stopping and recognizing that drive, and maybe not moving at all. You see that the best way to get out of something is realize you're not in. Yeah, it's the only way. The only way out is that you were never in. There's no other way out. Every other way out is a part and parcel of being in. Like we say in recovery, self can't get out of self. Wherever you go, you take yourself with you. Yeah. No matter how far away you think you are from you, there you are. <laughs> So, this one was... So, I know seeking in this life. I do. I sought drugs, unbelievably, like people would s- seek masters. I inter- interviewed drug dealers to get a half a gram of Coke, like people go and interview spiritual seekers, like the Batgap, Gap, whatever, Buddha, and then the Gas Pump. I interviewed more Coke dealers than any... <laughs> Anyone's ever interviewed any, uh, I just listen to them intently, watching every move they made. Hopefully they go in and bring out the drugs. And I go back and hear their story and listen to their teaching over and over and over again. Because I wanted something, yes. That drive of seeking, seeking, seeking. It doesn't matter the format, drug addiction, corporate, leadership, spiritual... You know, devotion—they're all the same stream, seeking, wanting to get out of where you believe you are. Yeah. An incredible imperative to keep moving, but I believe that movement—that movement—is the way what you are is disguised. Like they said, you know, be still and know you know that you are God, or what did I think I Ramana said? The same thing. Be still and know that you are God. Yeah? That stillness isn't like not saying anything. It's the stillness that's the pause prior to the seeking. Yeah? To be still is knowing that God. Like he says, how you know God is you be God. Knowing God is being God. Yeah? Knowing God isn't knowing God is you. You knowing God. It's being God. It's being what you actually have been seeking for. No matter what name you gave it, and no matter what how it was painted or pictured, the basic drive was the same. Yes, The basic drive, you are what you've been seeking for. Yes? Not the you up here, but the you. Yes? Or the non-you. That's what I've been seeking for. And somehow, I had an experience in recovery, I was in a trailer park, it was the last day I drank and used, and something happened when I was in that trailer park. Uh, There was like a, we call it a moment of clarity. Something stopped, yeah. What stopped was that seeking, the self-saving seeking stopped, and I had never witnessed that since I was a kid. It had been on and on and on and on and on. I never, ever knew that there was a possibility. I was so familiar with that, as that, I had no idea what it was. And actually, no idea what it wasn't. And it wasn't me. And when that engine stopped that day, just for about three minutes, but it stopped, that was being still. Yeah, That incessant need to get out of here incessant imperative to get out of here, whatever that here may be, but it definitely wasn't here, it was a mental here, or an emotional here, or a physical here, but it wasn't the here. When I got that sample, when I got that sample, obviously I didn't get it, when that sample made an impression on mine, that was never and has not been forgotten. As soon as my mind had an experience of that stream of seeking, not seeking, not moving, it entertained the absence of that. It got it. It realized, I'm not all that. I'm the pause or the stillness or the silence around that note, that screeching note of get out of here at all costs. I am that. It's enveloped in what I am. Yeah. And this is just a mental apparition. Claiming, holding, having my name tag on it, anointing this as me, Yeah, and then being fixated by the mind all day as this.
1: Yeah. Yet, what
0: I am is all the context. And the content, but all the context. Yeah. So when the seeking stops, yes that drive, that incessant freaking drive, the mind woke up in a way. It saw something that it had never seen. Yeah? Clear as day. Then possibilities that weren't available became available. And then more and more, as it translated in time, I wrestled with the ideas that recovery gave me of self. And then I heard a message such as this and that changed what happened. I stopped the wrestling match because I had a new view of self that it wasn't me. Yeah. And self is just an implied noun by the verbing of selfing Yeah. There is no noun. There is no me as a long-lasting independent separate entity. It's like an optical. It's like a mental mirage. I see all the selfing and somehow it implies there must be someone. Yes? All these thoughts must be about someone. Or I'm the thinker of the thoughts. Yeah? So the inherent move is claiming. Yeah? Once there's claiming, then they're seeking to get the relief from that claiming. Once <laughs> the claiming... Locks in, immediately irritability restlessness and discontent starts to occur. And then you're driven to get relief. And of course, it gives you many maps to the wrong stars. It's like going to a library to find a chainsaw. (laughs) You know what I mean? (laughs) You're probably not going to come out with one. (laughs) But then we have that insanity, we keep doing the same thing over and over again, expecting a different result. Yeah. And non-seeking is a form of seeking. Yeah, it's just a, it's more subtle now. You know, I'm, not, I'm now someone who is the epitome of seeking. A someone is the epitome of seeking is now not going to seek. In you know, frank, the whole point is there is no seeker nor a non-seeker. That's the freedom. Yes, the freedom lies prior to any of them. To the like the the branching of the stream, yeah, it's prior to it. It's at the source. It's not the you know the, like in New York. It's not the East River and the Hudson River. It's not this. This is prior, prior to it. Yes, it's neither this nor that. It's yet not yes, not no. It's not can't be close, can't be far. Cannot be remembered and cannot be forgotten. It cannot be remembered. No way. And it cannot be forgotten. It's a different form of knowledge. I don't know if you want to give it a, like a feeling in time. It's a, a prior knowledge. It's a prior knowledge before the formulation of selfing and self-centeredness, which has a huge imperative to know and to be right about what it knows. Yet everything you know gets neutered by the knowing of it. You're not open for it to introduce what it is to you. You already know what it is. You're not there to find out. You're just there to be right. It's like a whole other approach to living, yeah? This disarms that. And you realize the true knowledge is I don't know. And how you study that knowledge is you find out. It's like in recovery, they'd say, you know, trust the process, whatever. It's like putting your foot out and then there's a stair. You know, they put your foot out and there's a stair. After a while, you're not looking down anymore. You're just walking because there's an assurance that there's a stair. You're going to be there. I saw this. You ever see that movie, Apocalypto? Yes. It's a really cool movie. I dig it. I, was, I recorded it last night. There's this one point where the young. You know these like Indians in South America or whatever, Mexico, whatever. Yeah, Mayans. They're in there and uh, they're hunting, and these guys are forest people. And then these uh, the coastal people came by and they were wanted to see if they could get go through their land. You know, so they brought them fish, and the older guy, I uh, throw him a big piece of meat from you know a hog or something. And then the son wants to talk to him because, and the old guy says, No, 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 no. They, you can see it. They've been infected by fear. Yeah, They've been infected by fear. Yeah. And if you sort of entertain it, it moves in. I think he said it in a beautiful way, but that whole thing. Most of us, as this, are contracted. Yes? Contracted. Contracted. That's what selfing is. It contracts. Mind is all like this, and then this one aspect of mind, this this conditional mind, this split mind, just revolves around one small idea, you, yeah? Thousands of thousands of thoughts, and you may want to combat every one of them, but the biggest thought you miss, which is, I'm the thinker. You don't see that, Yeah? So, yes, all the thoughts are thrust into being good or bad, helpful or not helpful, you know, dirty, porno, you know, should be guilty about. All that all happens, and there's a lot of activity. Well, the one thought of all thoughts is, missed. I'm the thinker, I'm the doer, I'm the have Yeah, that one thought begets all the other thoughts. Just thinking, the apparatus thinks, yes? The brain thinks. There's no thinker. And there's no one that's seeing the thoughts. It's just seeing thoughts, yeah? There's no one that's seeing the thoughts. The the idea of a one seeing the thoughts is a thought. A big motherfucking thought. There's just seeing the thoughts. All day there's seeing whatever arises through your peculiar Structured glasses will be seen. Yeah. Much may be out of your range, but whatever arises in your little pick window frame, you'll see, you'll feel, yes? You'll taste, you'll touch. Why can't it be left like that? Why is it that it has to be injected with a U? Buddha said, supposedly, when you see, see. When you hear, hear. When you feel, feel. When you taste, taste. When you touch, touch. It's so clean. It's left alone. Incredibly clean. Feeling, thought arises, I'm what I'm seeing, I'm hearing, I'm feeling, I'm tasting, I'm touching. And then you have like a, a giant series of books that no one wants to buy. You're just left in your little room reading them all day, going over what I should have done, what I could have done, Yes. see the difference between my thought and a, and a thought, yeah? See the weight disparity, yeah? If a thought is seen as a thought, it's much lighter than if it's seen as my thought, yeah? Once it becomes my thought, it begets a string of thoughts, yes? Yeah? And each thought has a lot of weight on it. you're traveling here, like it or not, as an action figure. And there's a possibility to traveling lighter if you would just see thoughts, instead of seeing thoughts, which is definitely going on, and then the mental claiming of being the seer of the thought, which is not what's going on. Yeah? That's a sort of add-on. Seeing thoughts is happening, but. You being the one that's seeing thoughts is an addition, a mental addition, yeah? Put on it. When that mental addition is put on it and thoughts now become my thoughts because I'm taking myself to be the thinker of them, there's a lot of meaning given to them, yes? Because what you are as a you is just a representative of tons of ideas and beliefs, yes? Tons of conditioning, and every thought that comes by and is held as mine gets injected with meaning from the you. Yeah, This is a subjective experience. We'll see it. See money. If money had a power of its own then let's say someone would have enough that everyone in the world would agree would make you quite rich and comfortable. Yet, that person, when they hold that money as my money, they have an idea or a belief that they're never going to have enough. So now that my money is not producing an ease and comfort, it's producing an anxiety because they need more. Yeah? It wasn't the money, it was the mind. Yeah? It's the meaning that mind gave to the money. Just like a relationship, it could be a great opportunity or it could be hell. You're with somebody, everything's fine, and then one night you decide that she's your girlfriend. Yeah, now, a couple weeks later, you're up on stalking charges. Yeah? Right. You're now breaking your into her computer, looking at her emails, because she's my girlfriend. And I think I have the right to know what she's doing most of the time. <laughs> Where the hell did that come from? She, it was great when she was just a girlfriend, but my girlfriend, hugely different meaning it. Eh? Body, all around. My body, unbelievable, could be an incredible object of fixation. My body, yes. Just the, just the, the difference between a body and my body can be unbelievable. Yeah. Where does the mind come from? The mind comes from something occurring and then being claimed. Yeah. <coughs> So something is happening, and it's being claimed. So, my body is my body. Time is my time. Yeah? Money, my money. Girlfriend, my girlfriend. Yeah? So there are things happening, but they're being claimed. And now they're being injected with tons of meaning. Yeah? Yeah? from a who, from a you, that you have no fucking idea about. You have no idea about the conditional aspect of this idea represented by you. Yeah? You have no idea. Talk about deep mental grooves. So for me, that was one of the nicest things to start from? When I started holding thoughts, at first I started holding those alcoholic thoughts which was an incredible difference between my thoughts. I got a lot of relief just by calling them alcoholic, because now they weren't wrapped with that terminal uniqueness. Because there was a lot of alcoholics. And then I was listening to people at alcoholic meetings, and I realized how did they seem to have my thoughts, and my feelings, and my reactions to life. How could that possibly be? How could they have my thoughts? Well, they mustn't be my thoughts. Yeah? Ooh. Okay, so basically it's sort of like wearing a helmet, a thought system, that I've taken to be my head. <laughs> when I started seeing, hey, these are not mine. one of the first things that left was terminal uniqueness for sure, and then the possibility I could take the helmet off. <laughs> what you've been breathing is very, very toxic. I, be my is very toxic. <laughs> You take it out and it's, (laughs) who? Immediately the contraction starts opening up. (laughs) Not as you. (laughs) Not for you. (laughs) Not by you. (laughs) In spite of you. It's put off in time, and I'll be the one who decides. <laughs> that kind of freedom I can handle, wanting to want to be free. But being free is a different ballgame. <laughs> there goes the specialness. There goes be right. <laughs> that mystical arrival date. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> it only looks like an order or a chore to the self. The absence of self is a wonderful way to travel. You just light it, yeah? Inherently lighter it. I can't explain it. I can't. Because what would really want to explain it is sort of lost interest in or emphasis. That's the real freedom. The freedom is I've been freed from the need to be liberated. That's the whole point. You know? I'm not in a hurry to get out of here. I realize there isn't a here. there's going to be a someone that's going to remember this place when you go, when the body ends? I don't know. I wouldn't hope for that. Do you think you're going to be disembodied as Greg and feel Gregness and then realize the body of Greg is gone? Gregness is the sense of being a body. Yeah? That feeling of being you and you hope one day it gets released from this mortal coil? <laughs> it is the mortal coil. <laughs> it is that contraction. There's no there's no you that's being contracted. <laughs> that's the that's the contraction, the feeling of being a you. It's just a feeling, yeah. Why does it have to mean so much? It's just another feeling. Maybe it's very persistent. It seems to be a lot, yeah. But it still doesn't mean, no matter how persistent it is, it doesn't mean it's so. Yeah? And there needs to be a point where mind is convinced. It believes with certainty. Beyond the belief of knowing, but of finding out. It's like in Zen, they said, you know, around and see your original face yeah. but it's not a face obviously it's like nothingness right? yeah. it's sort of like most of us as body oriented minds we believe this is the center of the room but who can say yeah. I would say the most important aspect of this room is the space in it. Yeah. the nothingness and when you're seeing nothingness when you're seeing nothing, that's, that's timeless, it's infinite. Because you never run into a thing. It never turns into looking. Yeah. If something's going on infinitely, how could you ever believe you were the doer of it? But looking at something that you weren't looking at before, it seems to be easy to realize, hey, I'm the doer of that. I wasn't seeing her before, now I'm seeing her. Yeah? But this way... Seeing nothing is infinitely going on, which means it doesn't seem like it's going on at all. Yeah. There's no time to break it up to recognize it's always so, therefore it's not seemingly so to us. Yeah? Just like it. Look at gravity. How many people are complaining about gravity today? Really? How many times? You hear a big, you know, like the pollen count, the gravity count, yes, gravity very heavy on the mission area. Don't go down there. If you were 6'1", will be 5'8", by the time you leave the mission today. Very heavy gravity. Stay away. <laughs> you know what I mean? No. But yet, it's an influence all day, right? On the body. But you don't know it unless you go to an anti-gravity chamber. and you know it by its absence, yes? So in a way, here, you know what would be the absence of things. No thing. So you know it by its absence, which is no thing. It's absent of thickness. You know. So, in recovery, if the disease of alcohol is with addiction, if I was suffering from that now. The best advice someone could give me is not to come to a meeting like this, but go help someone else. If you're in that level of really being engaged with the hell of the mind, this may may not help you, but go help someone else that you don't know, not a family member, but someone else, and it would probably bring about an experience of a little relief from self. Yeah? When you feel a little better, you can entertain this. And then, when that opportunity comes, you won't see that it's uh, an experience of getting relieved from the bondage of self, but it's an expression of not being bonded to self. Yeah, it's a whole different flavor then. Yeah, you have absolutely no, no uh, angle why you're helping anybody. (laughs) There's no angle. You're not doing it for anything. It's just a, it's a form of expression. Yeah. Like, if you are truly, watch, you've been in the program a while. So, many people, the way we get a, a feeling of being out of self, you know, this is the way of terminology, is to do service, yeah, to be available to other people. It doesn't have to be alcoholics, it can be anyone but other people. There's plenty of people that need help in alcoholism. So, so what have people do is they're establishing the idea of being Paul, let's say, that establishment produces its effects, which is irritable, restless, and discontent, and a sense of being totally unconscious, basically. <laughs> and so you do some service, and you get out of that feeling, yeah. And when you get out of the feeling, I've been down that road many times. So this is how I uh, encapsulate it: when you're out of that feeling, you people will share how I felt lighter or bigger, yeah. I felt like free. Not so claustrophobic. So, what happened to me is I believe that's the feeling of being available. Yeah? When your head comes out, out of the ass of self, right. and you're actually available, you're here, meaning here, you know, there's conscious contact and there's a, an awareness of the conscious contact. Maybe a little flavor of it's you seeing, but there's still a, a, another aspect that there's the awareness of just seeing, yeah? hearing, you know, feeling, tasting, touching. They're really the living of life. Yeah. You know? So you get out of self, so you feel available. You know? And then the, many people who go through this experience say when they feel available they sense a presence, you know, of a higher power we call it, you know, or God or whatever. So they help someone else out against their own agenda and they got this really nice event, occurs quite a lot, which is they felt available and they sense the presence. You know? What happens if you could entertain, your the presence, yeah? Yeah? By looking that I'm not a self, that to me is how you entertain, your know, the presence. What would happen if you entertained that, you other the presence, and the mind came to? It recognized something that's actually true. I am that, yeah? Then that would cause it to be what? Available. If you're present... What the presence isn't past and future, ends, it's presence, yeah, meaning it's here. Yeah? So that presence, if I'm that, that causes me to be what? Available. Yeah. As long as I'm present, which is always or no time, then I'm always available. If I'm always available, what am I? I'm of service. Yeah. You see the difference? One is, you're locked in a modality of believing you're self, which the most you can do is have an experience of relief, yeah, an experience which comes and goes, so you feel available, but you feel it as you, and you feel the presence of a higher power, but you're the highest power, because you're the one that's feeling God. Instead of sensing God feeling, you're sensing it as I'm feeling God. yeah. So there's that level. Then there's this other level of presence, which causes me to be available, which makes me of service. So now I don't get there by an experiential route. I am that which I used to visit. Yeah? Now that is using the same modality but in a whole different way. It's not using it to get anywhere. It's using it to express where it is already. Yeah? This is a very big shift in living. Very big shift. Very, very big shift. Yeah. One, It's always rooted back in the finality of being this, so you just gather up more and more experiences, and then this gets a little bit like the rough edges get a little worn down, and you travel a little better. Maybe you can have a relationship for two months and, you know, go to a picnic and not flip out. You know, these little ideas of success may happen, but there's still, total, there's a lot of bondage, yes? And even, you may even become bonded to the idea that you're a great servant, and that you're this and that, you know, I have tons of sponsees, whatever. The same, it can, that that seeming escape can actually bond you, yeah? Or, the idea that I'm not that idea, Paul, then I, might, I may possibly be presence. And if I am, then I'm always available. At all times. And if that's the case, I'm of service. No matter what the head may say, yeah? No matter what the head may present as... Where I may be, or how it wants to triangulate me—is this? It doesn't have the uh, authority anymore. Yes. So you're not beholden to what the head is saying. So that thing that's always being put as far away, or or based on conditions you have to meet, or some sometime but not now—that all those rules like that—and the immediacy of the solution is obvious. And all the entertaining of the problem has never clouded the solution, never left a mark on it, never tattooed it, never threw it into time, never put it into processes, never gave it a sense of time. It's timeless, that's its nature, yes? It's contextual, that's its nature. So if you start seeing that selfing is a form of blindness, yeah, it's a form of looking called self centeredness. And that looking, even though it's, it, it piggybacks on seeing, it will never see the look the seeing, because it's looking, yeah? The way the seeing has been interpreted, it causes it to be blind to its own nature. So now instead of resting in what's so, it's looking for itself out here. So if I'm not that, the center of that system, the idea of being a self, then that form of looking, that form of blindness can pass, yes? And then the natural state of seeing can become unemphasized. It's a very, very strong possibility. But for me, it started, not even for me, but that's the language, yeah? It started with entertaining what I'm not, not what I am. Because I had been entertaining what I am. But I was entertaining I am the ocean as a wave. Yeah, The wave was distinctly different than the ocean. And so it was in a relationship with what it is. So it was trying to study what it is instead of just recognizing what it ain't. When I recognized I'm not a wave, I that was... That. And then the need to study the ocean was totally dismissed. You, you can't be, you're totally, you're wet as hell. There's no need to seek wetness. You're fucking submerged in it. <laughs> if you want to stop and sit, sit. If you don't, don't. It doesn't change anything. System, the failed system, will try to figure it out. All the tentacles will come and touch the message. <laughs> okay, it's safe. It's already neutered. Come on in. <laughs> just let it go in and see what happens. This isn't a draft or a consignment or a conscription, not a consignment, a conscription. It's just an imitation. Like Greg great got stuck in it because he had a sense of an aha when he first heard it. Yes, so that hooked him, and so many other people. Like for me, it was like an unspoken yes. Yeah, I heard this message from some someone, and it was just something hit me, and it registered like nothing else had ever registered. Yeah, it just hit me, and it was like, and it grabbed my attention, and my attention sort of like a pitbull didn't let go of it. It was like, what the hell? Because something told me. That was, the, that, that was the most authoritative bell that ever was rung in my life for some reason. It just had that sense of, you know, import. This was like the most authoritative bell that ever was rung. So I'm going to pay attention for a little, see what's happening. Because I had never had an aspect of mine register in my life that I could remember. It probably was in it a lot when I was a kid, but I hadn't hadn't, that hadn't been visited in a long time. So when that bell was rung and I, something had, that <coughs> grabbed my attention. I was like, interested. Yeah. Because i followed a lot of different things. And I don't see anything right or wrong with any of it, but I know they were, fa- they were meant to fail with the template that was of my mind. Because everything that I was introduced to it was me being introduced to it, me having to do something, me getting something. Yeah, and uh, that's been that's been proven to be a failed system, especially in, on this topic. Yeah, it may be good to make money or to get somewhere out there, but it doesn't really apply to this idea. Yeah, this idea is so prior, it's just, it's, it's already established. So anything you do would be a way of denying that in a sense, yeah. Now you you entertain it and then you may find ways of life that support you. Like for me, I found a way to live here. That sort of suits where, where this is at, yeah. And I shop a lot stores but I never shop for this. <laughs> I'm looking for a new shirt every day, but I'm definitely not looking for this. <laughs> Two? Yeah. (laughs) One is uh, the shift the shift of presence you're talking about, then that would be the Christ. That's a name, yeah. opened up I wouldn't go this is the place right here this is the depth of it all this is the deepest depth of the ocean yeah having no desire to leave you. it's like the biggest is the deepest depth for me yeah it was nice it was a nice juice I don't know Oh, you must have been there too. Any other questions? That's two. Yeah you have, you're, you're visiting, so you can even have another one. Andre? No? You're right? My esteemed guests over here. How are you doing? Rossella, oh, Sally, you doing alright? Yes. All right. You know you've entered a cult, I hope you know. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're <yeah>, not. <laughs> this is a very loose-knit cult. No, <laughs> <laughs> Thank a hierarchy. Some people have this be the first one, others five, others fifteen. They're the different oh, levels. Then yes. <laughs> you can travel with your own bungee cord. With scriptures entwined around it. No, no, no. How <laughs> <laughs> about the Bhagavad Gita? I'm going to take my eye out. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> this will be a softer one tonight, but But this reverberates longer. This reverberates quite a while, this pitch though. Yeah, 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 reverberates. Has its own momentum, yeah? Gets in there and does its thing, and then it translates in time, as you, yeah? The you that you seem to be, the action figure, you watch what happens, it travels better. It's good. It's it's nice to watch. I get to see here, yeah. So I see people for years, you know. Before I would see them go on, the light go on. I don't see that so much because now a lot of lights are already on. Yeah, it's different, which is really nice. Before the light would go on, we would easily notice, but now I don't see that that much because most of the lights are on. It's really cool. Yeah. What? Well you're the dock, it's like <laughs> your heart is you Oh, to oh, the yeah. dock was crazy. That was a heavy play.